advanced that not even the greatest of minds can conquer and keep hold of 24-7 in all of their lives. In my opinion, self-love, just like any other feeling, is fluid. It goes up and down depending on the circumstances of our lives. What matters is where the baseline lies. This is the first episode of Self Love Tober, a series on Bella with One L podcast where we will discuss self love and all of its beautiful ups and downs together for the month of October. Hi everyone, it's Bella with One L and welcome back to the podcast. This month, we are doing a series on self-love. It is a very highly requested topic by all of you on Instagram. There were also some requests for the topic of books, but I think I'm going to be doing that next month because there were more requests for the topic of self-love than there were about books. I was actually also very inspired to make a podcast about dreams, but I'll be following your requests. So if you haven't requested anything, you can do so by following at BellaWithOneL podcast on Instagram and joining our next poll for topics. Now, this self-love-tober series is going to be airing every single Saturday for the month of October. There will be five episodes. This is the first one of them. And because this is the first one, I would like to take us back to the beginning of self-love. And that is self-awareness <laughs> such a classic and fun topic um, i have been reading a lot of self-help books all about self-improvement self-appreciation and self-development since the beginning of 2016 and ever since i started reading a lot of those self-help books I've also started to watch a lot of self-help videos on YouTube and other resources regarding how to improve ourselves, basically. And one of the core lessons that keeps coming up again and again in every single one of those um, resources has always been self-awareness. It's the beginning of improvement, it's the beginning of love, it's the beginning of everything. And to put it in simple words, we are not ever going to be able to fall in love with someone truly and deeply until we truly get to know that person. And the same thing goes with us. We are never going to be able to love ourselves if we do not even know ourselves. So that's what this podcast episode is going to be about. We are going to be talking about self-awareness. Now, before I get into the tea, I would like to tell you a little bit of story about young me trying to get to know herself back in 2009. Before the year of 2009, I was living with my little brother, and my little cousins and our family and I was the oldest kid around and that makes me the trendsetter so whatever I like 
my little brother and my little cousins follow. And then in the year of 2009, I moved to a new city and I live with my grandma from the other side of my family. And I was living also with my uncles and aunts from that side of the family. And they were of course older than me. And so I have stopped becoming the trendsetter because this time I'm almost the youngest one around except for my little brother. I started to like whatever my uncles and aunts like out of nowhere, out of habit, out of being the youngest one around, out of following. It was an unconscious decision. And what they liked were a lot of bands like Simple Plan, Green Day, and Linkin Park. To this day, I still like those bands, but it wasn't a decision that I made. I like those bands because it grew on me, because of how often they play it. And I like those bands because they told me that it was what's cool. Not Barbie, not Princess, and definitely not Spongebob. And so, a year later, when my uncles and aunts moved out of the house to go to college, I finally realized Simple Plan might not be my most favorite music. Don't get me wrong. Simple Plan is amazing and I still love them, but I didn't love them because I loved them at first. I loved them because it grew on me. So, the year that they moved out, I finally started to listen to other music as well. And, coincidentally, it was also the year that I started to write my own journal every single year. And... That's when I realized that there's actually a lot that I could think about when it comes to myself. That's when I started to finally be able to observe my own thoughts and feelings and think for myself. That's the year that I was finally able to make conscious decisions for myself. I was 12. And writing this journal almost daily for a year have allowed me the chance to contemplate and to think about what I like that was not influenced by other people. And it was the year that I started to get to know myself better and know what I want for my life. And so I continue with the habit of writing journal and to this day, I still write journals. But The main takeaway from this story is sometimes we forgot to stop and think and process for ourselves and we just run on autopilot and let ourselves be influenced by others without really asking ourselves, what do you really like or what do you really want to do? And that's why self-awareness is important and self-awareness takes work. It comes from us doing our best to try and get to know ourselves and to find out what we really want, what we really like and don't like, and how our lives are aligned or not aligned with our values. What are even our values? It is the time for us to stop and think about which part of ourselves 
is influenced by others and which parts of ourselves come from ourselves. And don't get me wrong, other people's influences are great. They are not 100% bad, but there are still some bad ones or some that are not necessarily bad, but are just simply not aligned with ourselves, which is why taking time to ourselves and think about it is really important for self-awareness. Now, my favorite way of being aware of myself is journaling. I think the story has given it away, but there are actually several ways that we can get to know ourselves in order to start our self-love journey. And I'm going to be telling you all about it. For disclaimer, I am not a psychologist. The things that I'm about to tell you are the things that come from my own experience or from the books and the videos that I have read slash watch. The first one, I'm still going to be talking about journaling. So why journaling helps with self-awareness? Well, journaling helps with self-awareness because it is us putting down our honest and unfiltered and truest thoughts and feelings onto a piece of paper or a screen if you are typing your journal away. And it helps us to be able to take a step back and then read it again and observe ourselves from another people's perspective, which is still ourself, but like third person, you know, because when you're writing a journal and you use the word I and you talk to the journal you get things out of your head out of your chest and you don't really think about it you just kind of journaled in a way you're being honest and true and unfiltered and when you close the book or the laptop and open it again the next day when you are already feeling a little bit different than yesterday and you read it again it's like reading someone else's story and by doing so we're observing ourselves and we're getting to know ourselves and we're allowing ourselves to see what's inside of us. But now it's an, in a form of a structured or not structured text on the screen or on your book. So you can truly get a hold of what's going on inside of you. Because getting to know ourselves is tricky. So I think journaling is an awesome tool to get to know ourselves. Next one, and this is also a very big one, is to spend time alone. Whether it be meditating or exercising or just sitting in silence or doing activities like cooking or going out, not right now in a pandemic, but you know, going out for a walk or doing activities outside or doing your hobby or just being alone in your room, but without distraction, you know? without the screen, without the music, just you, with yourself. It will help you to also observe yourself, but this time in a more abstract way because it is not written down or typed or recorded, but just be able to sit in silence and feel what you feel or think what you think. <laughs> 
is I think a really great way to be able to get closer to ourselves and get to know ourselves better. Or going out to a restaurant or taking a walk or doing activities, it will tell you what you like and what you don't like, what you prefer and what you don't prefer. It will tell you a lot about yourself if you keep doing it again and again. And it's also a way of recharging if you're an introvert. If you're an extrovert, it might be a little bit harder to do that and a little bit scarier perhaps but just give it a try because you know it's all going to be worth it if you know yourself and you know your preference and your way of thinking and if you understand yourself you'll be able to navigate yourself better so you should try it go have fun with yourself treat yourself and spend some quality time with yourself The big thing that I learned during quarantine is that self-love and self-care is listening to ourselves. So I think the biggest takeaway from anything that you could do as a method to get to know yourself is to listen to yourself. Take some time to observe yourself. Take some time to talk with yourself. Take some time to be with yourself. And only then can we truly be able to have the chance to process, to think, to feel, and to exactly know what actually we're feeling and thinking about. And to know exactly what we want. Or maybe know exactly how confused we are and what we're confused about and what we should work on. Because sometimes after journaling or spending a day with yourself or taking time to process, You don't always get the answer, but always it will take you at least one step closer to the answer. So I encourage you, listen to yourself, journal away, walk, sit down in silence or listen to music, think, just spend time with yourself other than in the shower and really observe yourself when you're doing so being conscious about it you know there's this exercise that i learned from one of the self-development resource and it is this exercise about past me present me and future me it's an exercise where we make like three tables on a piece of paper maybe and then we can draw a stick figure or a really beautiful drawing or yourself, depending on your artistic skills. And then you can write down your characters or things you associate with yourself during the past, during the present time, and what would you like to think of yourself and associate yourself with in the future. And I think that exercise is really helpful because it helps us know what we are and how we change and grow over the time and what we hope to become in the future and how aligned we are with that vision of who we want to be in the future. That exercise is worth trying. It is helping you getting to know yourself and be aware of yourself. 
And it's also a really fun exercise where you can think of what you were like and cringe with yourself and write it down. And then you can think about how you're like right now. And then you can think about how you are going to be later on in your vision. And I think that could be a beginning of journaling prompt that you could do if you'd like after you finish your exercise. So yeah, I encourage you, do it. The future me exercise. Do it, do it now. Okay. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of Self Love Tober on Bella with One Out podcast. Be sure to stick around for the next episode where the self love journey continues. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bella with One Out podcast to join the fun and also email us for any inquiries, questions, discussions, or suggestions on Bella with One Out podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to spend time with yourself and get to know yourself. And we'll see you on the next episode of Self-Love-tober. Bye, guys.